Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In this pop culture-saturated world, what's a nerd to do? Hang out with your good pals on Nerdy Show, that's what. Our flagship podcast is a weekly celebration of the multifaceted D20 that is the modern nerd. When we're not devising horrors that combine VR and spiders or taste-testing weird food, we're discussing the latest geek happenings, digging into our deepest nerd niches, or interviewing a celebrity or two. Head to nerdyshow.com or find us on iTunes and experience a multiverse of awesomeness. Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another roundtable pop culture discussion here on Flame On. Put the table square. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's going to be a roundtable. <laughs> Theater of the goddamn mind right now. <laughs> I am Pat Delbert, and I'm in the host chair right now, leading this discussion with BJ. Hey, what's up? And Eric. Howdy. And we are going to talk about the things in pop culture that have delighted our senses in the past month. Whether or not they came out in the past month, that's a different story, because I think Eric's thing is like three years old at this point. I'm current. Hey, I I, I feel like we should have like a review back in the day with, with Eric, and he's like... So this really cool game called Super Mario Brothers 3 came out a couple years ago. <laughs> I just started playing this game. You're 30 years late. Oh, well. The kids today don't know. <laughs> oh, they don't. But we are going to talk about things that have made us excited about pop culture in the past month since we recorded our last episode. And... This one is a little bit late. We apologize. We've had some stuff going on. We're people. Things happen. But we make sure that we get you an episode. and Because we know that you are so eager 
to hear about the things that we enjoy. They're salivating. Just salivating waiting for an episode. I know. I was getting hate mail when the episodes didn't come out on time. Ron, don't be mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anybody actually even really noticed. I was going to post a little thing about like, hey, our episode's delayed, but no one really even noticed that there wasn't a I feel new like, episode. I, I mean, I feel like that's like mostly a good thing because I'll, I'll be on podcasts like Facebooks and websites, and there's just this litany... Of like, why the fuck you mean you coming out late? And I'm like, oh god, like I don't, I don't want to feel like I have a gun to my head to do it. I do. So, <laughs> so listeners, start getting angry. I mean, start yelling at BJ. Oh I, come on! <laughs> it is very, 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 very rare that we don't have an episode come out on time. I mean, it's been twice in the last three months, but whatever. Um, you know, shit happens. <laughs> I mean, I I have plenty of I know plenty of people willing to judge people on the fly. They could like give us a grade and put up a picture of like an A or an F, nothing in between, just an A or an F when we we when we're late on an episode. Five stars are nothing. In back in the day, before I started uh, as producer for this show, you were lucky if you got four episodes a year. Go, going back and going back and listening to like you episodes were- before I came on, I'm like, I thought it was like. Five months later, what the fuck happened? Pat was uh, Pat was the fiber that made the show regular. First off, bitch, it was much more regular before you came on the show. <laughs> because once I got the reins of making sure that fucking episodes got recorded, I made sure the trains ran on time. <laughs> I've just slipped a little bit and forgotten about trains the last couple of months. And it's not about it's not a matter of forgetting. It literally has just been um the only two episodes were the recap which i i didn't have time to do a uh a clip show so instead of getting a clip show we actually just pushed it back a week and we did a live recording for the end of the year uh, oh yeah i remember that so that was cool i mean like uh-huh. it was nice to actually be able to do a a, a live episode to uh, round out the year and then this one and that's partially because i was away for uh about a week and bj had some stuff going on and I mean, Eric was available, but I had stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I do things sometimes. But are they stuff? Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Yeah. (laughs) You're stuffing things? Got it. You're being stuffed in things? I fit most overhead compartments. Do we have to check you in that little box before we get on the plane just to make sure? Exactly. I mean, if you fit under the seat, like, you know, we won't get charged for you, so. But you have to be in a carrier if we're going to be able to put you underneath the seat. True. How many animals fit underneath the seat of a plane? (laughs) I mean. Like, for real. Chihuahuas. Snakes. Hedgehogs. But even. Tarantulas. Very small rocks. (laughs) (laughs) But they have to be in a carrier. Ooh, chia pets. What carrier is that, like small i think some cat carriers are yeah i mean i get if it's like one of those like collapsible ones oh god but still man you have to collapse that but my but snookums <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh god oh i can't get the image out of my head now god we've this train derailed into a really Madeline, weird place here. let me love you <laughs> i'd rather pay the hundred dollars and fucking put him in a seat next to me <laughs> oh, damn Although my dogs would not be able to fit I, under, under a seat. I could only imagine your dogs on a plane. Like, Havoc, I feel like, would be tolerable. 
Maddie would just be like, hey, you, I think you have food. Fucking love me. Hey, fucking love me. (laughs) She doesn't even need food. She would just see people and be like, why aren't you loving me? Why aren't you loving me right now? Why aren't you loving me? I feel like you just turn around and some like little old lady who's like traveling by herself is like, well, I guess you're my dog now. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. I would lose my dog on the plane. (laughs) Anywho, let's get this train back onto the tracks. <laughs> it is our month in review. So I am going to throw it over to BJ because I'm pretty sure the first thing we're going to talk about is something that we all would have picked if you hadn't picked it first. Super Mario Brothers 3. Exactly. <laughs> no. It is a play and it didn't really happen. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a 25-year-old video game. <laughs> Which made me really sad because that was my favorite of the games, and it actually never really happened. It bo- it bothered me because I'm like, where did the, where the fuck did he get children from? Who fucked him? What makes me mad is that they took him those away as oh, his yeah. children, yeah. and gave him Bowser Junior, who is shit compared to the other Koopalings, right? And they're all kidded. They're all in Smash Brothers. That's true. They are as like the same character. It makes me really sad. They oh. all come flying in the goddamn little baby. clown oh, copter. Maybe all of the seven are just like multiple uh, personalities, personalities of Bowser, of Bowser Jr. Jr. Oh, so the little drag queen one is a is a little drag queen one. I like this. This is continuity now. <laughs> Wait, what drag queen? There's a little there's a little girl. Um, Wendy, is Wendy, not a drag Wendy, Wendy looks like a drag queen. <laughs> and I thought it wasn't she Candy at first. Look at them lips. I don't. Remember. I think that was. I think she was originally called Candy. Tell me she ain't a drag queen. And then they yeah she's Wendy Okupa. Yeah. Uh, she just has big old hoop uh, earrings. And, does she have earrings? The bigger the, she hoop, has the, the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. Thank you. Willem. I mean, she might be the Vanjie of the Koopalings. Shut right. the fuck up! <laughs> Shut your fucking face, Wendy, Uncle Fucker, Wendy, Miss <laughs> Bunny, oh, Miss Bunny, Miss Bunny. <laughs> I see Peach be like, you better stop. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. So Wendy Okupa. Yes. <laughs> so Wendy, Okupa. Wendy Williams Okupa. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> oh, oh my God. So first topic, BJ. Um, so a uh, little movie came out recently. Just a small one. Just a tiny one. Um, flick. It's by this company called Marvel, Marvel Studios Mar-Vel. and Mar- Marvel Studios. <laughs> um, it was Captain Marvel, y'all. And... Mm. I was thoroughly entertained, and this okay. So the first thing I have the the main thing I have to say about this movie is I rarely giggle and or like scream or gay gasp at the movies because I want to be as quiet as possible because I feel like when people sit next to me they're like this black dude's gonna be super loud. Um, uh, no, the soundtrack made me audibly screech various times throughout the movie because I was very happy throughout. Yeah. I'm just a girl, no doubt. I think uh, there's a garbage song. I'm only happy when it rains. Yeah, I was like, how fucking dare they like pull the 90s out of me? <laughs> and, but it was phenomenal. Like The soundtrack was great. Um, I didn't expect to like Brie Larson as much as I did, but holy crap. Like, um, She should have smiled more. Oh, I mean, we're still it waiting on that smile. Maybe it would have been a good movie had she, <laughs> she smiled. Does, she doesn't have to prove herself to you. Listen. There is an, there is an interview somebody did. She's with, not soft enough. I don't feel like I've related to her because she doesn't smile. She's she's not as she's not she's not as delicate as you are. 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I just became the alt-right and decided to uh, interject here. Um, but uh, somebody did a interview with Kevin Feige, and they're just like, so what's the main difference between Carol and Captain America? Because they, they're desperate to, like, find something. And he was he, they were like, why does Captain America always get up? And he's like, because it's the right thing to do, and somebody has to do it. And they're like, why does Carol get up? And they're like, Carol gets up every time because fuck you. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fair. That's very much the character, and it's very much the character I wanted and got. I'm sorry. When you talk about what's the difference between Captain Marvel and Captain America, and then you talk about Captain America getting up, I was like, wait a minute. That is the difference. That's fine. <laughs> Carol doesn't have to. She just drops it on. It's true. She's always ready. <laughs> <laughs> if but, you stay ready, then you don't got to get ready. Exactly. <laughs> Why well, um, gotta be black, Panther? <laughs> so we um, uh, should we have said a spoiler alert? I feel like if you, are, I mean, unless you're a new listener, if you're a new listener, hi, how are you? Um, spoiler alert: you got about ten <laughs> seconds. Run, <laughs> cover your ears. But if you are a regular listener of Flame On, you know that we probably should put a spoiler warning at the beginning of each episode, but we don't. And we just start talking, and it happens, so... Like we just spoiled the end of Super Mario Brothers 3. Well, not really. I mean, we just <laughs> ruined the fact that... Bowser it's... kills his children and then oh. gets a new one. <laughs> no, he put... The, he Fuses them all together. Bowser Jr. into an insane asylum. <laughs> so that way he can get help for his multiple personality disorder. It was the end of identity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, help, help. Oh, what was what's that M. Night Shyamalan movie? Which Split. One? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just yeah, find yeah. out that, that yeah. Bowser Jr. is in the movie Split. That's oh my god, that's Bowser, Bowser Jr. voiced by James McAvoy. He, he's, he's, oh, Bowser Jr. is the horde. Nintendo, oh. get on this. <laughs> he is Legion. I am waiting for the fan fiction now. Who wants a PB and J? It's just it's Daisy and Peach like all chained up. Oh my lord! <laughs> I can't. want us to get uh, at least inspiration credit for that fan fiction when it gets written. Oh, it's great. Maybe we should not take credit for that. <laughs> get, on, get on it, fan fiction Fridays. Um, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> yes. Um, but no. So the movie, um, I liked the little twist they did with the scrolls. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I so, really don't know how I feel about that I, so, because I don't feel like you needed to make them opposite because they've always been both been really shitty races to us. I mean, yeah, that's that's the thing. And and I had a thought on it. Um, not not T.H.O.T., but an actual thought. Um, I had a thought on it that there are certain superpowers that I think are kind of typecast as just flat out evil. Like. Like change, like shape changing. Mystique's kind of got the like the impact on shape changing. You had Morphin X Men, and then later on, let's make him evil. Like it's, I don't know, it's something in about the cartoon. In the cartoon. He had more for half an episode. In oh. the cartoon. no, he was like all until season. like season like three or four when they brought him back in to fuck with the wedding. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then he was, and he had the big bags under his eyes, and that's how you knew he was evil because <laughs> like, he hadn't slept in a while. He but was like, angry. <laughs> but like I feel like they've in the MCU they have definitely established the Kree as like 
just the number one alien assholes. Like, they've straight up, like, as Guardians are pretentious, but Kree are just straight up fucking assholes. And I feel like introducing another alien race as, like, another giant group of assholes. But is... almost every single other race of aliens are assholes. Yeah, I mean... Even the ones that have good ones. Yeah, like, like even the Nova. Shi'ar. <laughs> the Shi'ar and Novacore. There's still, like... Oh, well, the Novacore. Novacore is probably the only other... They're, they're, Novacore is just, like, police officers. Yeah. They but can't... they're all dead. Oh. See? Aww. So you've got no, you've got no like, half-decent alien species, like, floating around. Just wait till the brood shows up. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, they can now. That deals, Almost. That deals a closing. Almost. <laughs> It depends. Maybe by the time this comes out, that'll be uh, that'll be there. But yeah, no, no, no. But um, I liked it. I, I liked I, I liked it. It made it made for a little. It made for a nice because the thing is, like the second act of the movie, felt calmer, but more it just as enjoyable as the rest of the movie because there's I, always that lull. I think Act One was a little slow, and that's because it was. The start of an origin story, but you got dropped into the middle of an origin story because even though we knew everything, she didn't know anything. So we were kind of left to be like, all right, let's let's catch her up. Like, can we just poke her on the shoulder and be like, listen, here's where you need to be right now. And and Marvel usually has a better uh, Marvel has had better success doing like the origin story, either dropping in on the middle or like. Like at the like, oh hey, this kid with spider powers has been here the whole time, just kind of doing his own thing in the side. Like, it, well, they... I mean, if we had gotten another Spider-Man origin story, I'm pretty sure we would have just thrown popcorn at Marvel. And I feel like, like, how many times do I have to see Uncle Ben die? Um, Almost but... as many as Thomas and Martha Wayne die. Yes, exactly. So it's it's one of those things where I think they realized like they wanted to do an origin story, but at the same time they also didn't want to be like. But we have twenty movies already, so yeah. we we need to kind of get the story moving. Um, and I like this. I like the twist on Marvel. That was yeah. actually a really nice surprise. Um, I, I, loved, I loved Annette Bening, but you could definitely tell she had no idea what she was talking about, <laughs> <laughs> which has further been proved by any interview she's done on the press tour. They were like, "Here's a script. Just read these lines." But what does it mean? Doesn't matter. So if I Just read these you, lines. If I explain it to you, don't read the source material. It'll only confuse you more. It just needs you to come out, answer questions, and go back in your box. Um, Annette, you are this big, buff, blue guy. Just not that. So go for it. Okay. I, I uh, and I like the 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 flip on because uh, everybody thought Jude Law was going to be Marvel. Yeah. And kiss her and give her superpowers, and I was very happy that that didn't happen. Um. But no, I mean, the origin story was, st- even though they like changed a few things, was pretty much... You sure he wasn't going to impregnate her so that way he could be born? Oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, they gonna, they're not going to mine that storyline for, uh, uh, for, for Carol? Sorry. Yeah, no. Hopefully, I, was, I was very happy about it. But um, no, it, it, the whole thing, like it felt less preachy than Wonder Woman. Yeah. It, really, it didn't even really register to me, register that at all because it went from like kind of a feminist storyline to like a buddy cop movie and i feel super fucking cheated once again i didn't get my secret avengers movie and now i didn't get my nick fury like year one movie because that shit was entertaining (laughs) watching like early nick fury just kind of bumble around while she's just like 
why'd you call that shit in? He's like, I'm my bad. Like, but he still had a sense of humor? He still had a sense of humor. <laughs> like, I, I'm i glad they didn't really do much with Coulson. You just got to be like, oh, Girl, yeah, could he have guy. spoken, though? <laughs> what I felt like... You guys left me. Like that was <laughs> What I felt like was because they had to do the digital de-aging... Like, they were able to make it work for for Samuel L. Jackson, but I felt like with uh, Clark Gregg, it's like a Snapchat filter, and if he, moved, yeah. if he opened his mouth <laughs> and talked too much, the filter would come off, <laughs> and then he would just be, like, 45 years older. I, I think it's funny, spoiler alert, Skrull Coulson, I think, had more lines than real Coulson. Oh, yeah. Don't know, 100%. Like, like even in the stairwell... Yeah. I don't even think he like did no, he, he even talk? He said he said they're not down here. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. And, but like literally said nothing else. It was no, it was it was y'all left me a blockbuster. <laughs> Where did you go? They're not down here. And you have some choices to make. I think like literally he had five lines in the entire movie. But I was okay with it. I was completely fine with it. It just was so weird. I'm like, because there were points where he just literally stood there and didn't say anything. If he wasn't in the movie, or like if he wasn't in the scenes, or like the scenes were shorter that he had lines, or there was more going on around him. But literally, he just like stood there and didn't say anything. And I'm like, at least you got a paycheck, bitch. At yeah, least right? he, yeah, he signed on for this movie. So good for him. Right. Because, oh, oh, that's right, because he's dead, but not dead in the new season of yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I saw, I just, I actually just saw the trailer for the new season of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I was like, like, can y'all stop killing this poor man? I forgot that. That, that came out, like, two months ago. Yeah. I, I just, re- well, when I saw when I saw the movie, I was like, I need to look up the last season, of the trailer for the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because I knew it dropped, and I was like, really? You, you back again? Bill Coulson is dead. It's like uh, you just know, kidding. It's like Cyclops. <laughs> oh, Cyclops is dead. Sir, oh, you're wearing a ruby red quartz visor. It's not me, I promise. <laughs> but um, no. Overall, the movie was super entertaining. It I felt a- about the same way about the movie as I did as Ant Man and the Wasp because I'm like, we about to dive face first into this morose shit that's about to hit us next month, and I need something. That at least has a banging soundtrack and some good giggles before I have to be reminded that half the planet ain't got no more people on it. <laughs> and and the other half of the planet's going to be like, what the fuck happened? Whereas the Avengers are like, we're just going to sit in here and cry for about a solid two years. Um, uh, not two years. I because thought- if you watched the... Is it the... the tr- no, it's the, uh, the mid credit scene. They're watching the count go up. Oh, are they? Yeah. That scene when Steve is standing there, like, staring at the the see-through, like, screen that he's watching. They have a death toll. And you watch the total go up. So it's right after. Oh, okay. Because the trailer, it uh, when it, Scott Lang gets out of whatchamacallit, he's actually, like... Oh, like, yeah. The trailer <laughs> is different. But literally, like, that's... That scene, the, uh, the mid credit scene, Ooh. is within, like... Fresh. Yeah, it's right after it happens. So oh, then they would have had to... They had to find the pager and let it go for a little bit. So, so yeah. a, that I, death toll was going up for a while. Yeah, so I'd say it's been about... It's, I mean, saw a month or so, a month or two, or, you know, just some time for things to at least somewhat stabilize, but, like... I don't know. I, don't, it, it's, I mean, they had to start having uh, support group meetings. Yeah. you see Steve leading one or attending one yeah well i mean we're we're now mixing the trailer and the mid-credit scene so that's the difference like the trailer is one thing 
because that's parts of the movie. So that that's over a period yeah. of time. The mid credit scene is a matter of like with that death toll rising. I don't understand how like they could have found the pager and had it going, but then that death toll is still rising because that snap pretty much did it fairly instantaneously. So it's kind of but it was random, but it was randomized on who went. So you probably you think somebody went to the store, and Daddy went out for cigarettes. I mean, or Daddy could have actually gone out for cigarettes and was like, "Oh, this is my fucking chance," and is like, "I mean, calm down, Ronan." <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah, no. So I I was glad to get a movie like this before Endgame. And I'm very, very excited to see her interactions with the rest of the team. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. It, it, it got me excited once again for the next Marvel movie, which is they've they've had a consistent thing with doing that for me. So, well, let's talk about the fact that they released the soundtrack, but it, they called it the soundtrack, but it's the score because the soundtrack when you go to purchase it. Has none of the songs that were Makes in the movie. Makes me so fucking mad. I had the I had this sit in Google. Somebody, luckily the fans the fans got everybody. The fans got you. You can like Google soundtrack for Captain Marvel, and somebody will have like a fan made list of Girl, all of the songs. I'm sure there's a Spotify playlist out there. Oh yeah, I'm sure you can go out there and be like, here's everything that was in this movie. So I'm gonna give this one. I think I'm gonna um, hold on. What? Are we, we're missing the most important character in this movie that we have not talked about. Oh, my God. How can you fucking try to give a rating before we even talk about Goose? Goose. A.K.A. Chewie in the comics, depending <laughs> on if you're a comics reader. Goose. Goose. What do they call it? Hentai cat. What is hentai cat? Oh. Oh, hentai cat. Oh. Oh. Goose. Let's talk about what Goose. What is Goose? A flur- flurgan? Flarkin? 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 Flarkin. I think it's yeah. a Flarkin. Yeah, Flarkin. Yeah. Which just sounds like you're trying not to curse. Yeah. It's an oh, alien, alien. Flarkin A. <laughs> so, Goose is Marvel's pet associate. Friend. Pet, pet monster. Pet friend. <laughs> Demon monster. And they kind of... I mean, we all knew. If you looked up Goose, if you looked into Goose at all, you knew what was going to happen. But they kind of kept it hidden away from most of the movie, which was like kind of ki- fun. They kind of made it seem like it was a scroll when it was sitting in the hallway staring at um, Fury. And I'm like, oh, they go have a scroll be the kitty. And then, and then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> when the scroll was like, that's not a cat. Fucking put that down. I love the fact that like, it, because it does show not just the humor, but like that human side of, of Nick Fury when they're going through the uh through the basement and then he just starts playing with the cat and Carol's yeah. like, Are you coming? <laughs> Can you leave the cat alone? Yeah. And then when they go to take off in the ship and the cat's like <laughs> just thrown up against the the, the oh. fucking <laughs> The G forces. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> and then yeah, and then uh when when Fury's holding it up to the squirrels and they're just like, That's a flarkin, put it away. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, yeah, the tentacles come flying out of uh, Goose's mouth, and I mean, it, it ate the fucking tesseract. <laughs> like, I'm gonna eat this. Ate the tesseract? Didn't it eat some of the? Uh, yeah, the it Kree? ate some of the uh, Kree. Kree. Yeah, yeah, it ate some of the Kree soldiers. Oh, can you imagine coughing that up later? Ugh. I mean, it didn't. So I guess it. 
full on well i mean it doesn't digest it's a it has a like a pocket dimension inside of it uh-huh. that's where the, that's what it like the whole point of it is it it grabs you with the tentacles and then deposits you in another another little dimension so uh. but it was adorable it was a cute little way to incorporate humor and humanity and, um, and some more captain marvel lore some scariness into it i think i mean i don't want to say it's I guess it is lore because at this point it's been how many years since Kelly Sue took over the book, but I think that was a, that's a more recent addition to it. Uh, okay. Um, I want to say that, and I I missed it completely, but Kelly Sue DeConnick uh, has a cameo in Captain Marvel. I didn't even realize. Yeah, which I mean, unless she colored her hair, she has like some bright ass red hair, and like you can't miss her, but. My the movie theater I saw it in was super hot, and when I'm in a really hot movie theater, I, I have trouble staying awake because I'm an old man. So I need to go back and watch it again and and keep an eye out for uh, for Kelly Sue, who is really fucking awesome. If you've never uh, met her, if you have a chance to at a con uh, a convention, do so. She's really really kind of fun. Uh so yeah, so Goose was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. And other cameo, which other cameo? The uh, Stanley cameo. Oh, who's Stanley? Who's Stanley? Yeah. yeah. Who then throws a whole weird paradox into the MCU? With Mallrats is MCU canon now. Well, no, the, they, I'm okay with it. They basically said that it's it kind of throws a little bit of a wrench into not a wrench, but it throws a paradox into it because Stanley was in Mallrats reading the script and part of his line from Mallrats, which means that Stanley is Stanley. And Stanley was in Mallrats because he was famous for creating these characters who now are a part of, he's a part of these movies that have these characters in them. So it's this whole weird paradox. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm okay with it. But I mean, this is his second to last. I think so. I think, I think he filmed he, the end he game did, one. He, he did the end game one. I think one. he did uh, Far From Home, right? And I think he did Far From Home. Yeah. All the movies that they were currently filming at the time when they said that they were doing they were out filming his um his cameos ahead of time. Um, I think they they had already filmed Endgame, Far From Home, and Captain Marvel. Well, Endgame was done way way before because yeah. Endgame yeah. filmed right after Infinity War. Is it, it wrong that I feel like Far From Home should not be his last one? Like I feel like Endgame should be the final Stanley one because actually, it just—I mean that one's cute, but actually it encompasses what's no. What's scary was his Spider Verse one. His Spider Verse one was very like, like the lines he the, that he had in that one was very like finite. Like I don't know. He if was ninety something years old when he recorded them. He knew that it wasn't going to be yeah. forever. But like, but like a lot of his a lot of his lines are very like jokey or like tongue in cheek. That one was actually like he could have gone out on that one. I'm saying the writers yeah. know that they don't have him for much longer. Yeah, you make them poignant at this point. But um, but yeah, I, I think Far From Home may be his last one. Uh, but the updated for Stan. Um, opening credits yeah. oh that 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 like, got me in the feels way, way to punch me in the heart before the credits even yeah. start i was like listen seriously that was that was it was good though it, was, that it was, made me really happy yeah they'll probably be using that one for in game as well I, i'm sure I, I wouldn't be surprised if for the next year or so they just do that as yeah. a as the homage 
but it makes sense and it's i mean it's worth it so yep. that is, <laughs> that is our take on uh, on captain marvel so now flame ratings bj uh, now you can do your flame ratings i think i'm gonna you know 20 2019 i think i'm gonna be a little bit softer with my ratings um uh, and let's keep it to a no more than two decimal point <laughs> uh, the, uh, I didn't think I'd have to institute rules on <laughs> flame ratings. Oh, I knew. I but knew I'm going to go with no more than two decimal points out. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to round up, and I think I'm going to get a five out of five flames. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, you went really soft this year like, on I am. your I, I am. It was, I didn't expect it. It, didn't, it wasn't anything that needed to be Oscar-worthy. It didn't need to revolutionize the, the, the franchise or the genre. It was a feel-good movie that got a good message across. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm down. Eric? I think it was good. It was pretty good. I wouldn't say it was great. I wouldn't put it in my top five of Marvel movies, but it's definitely in the upper quarter of Marvel movies. I mean, there's 21 movies, so that's a good good, uh, number to be in. So I would probably give it a four out of five flames. Yeah, same here. Four for that. The It started off a, a little slow for me um and i i i do not mind carol danvers not having any type of like you know i'm smiley and i'm happy and i'm whatever because and not having a romantic relationship that was great i know and i'm pretty sure that passed the bechdel test because when she and maria were together there was no talk about you know they they at least had at least they at least had a couple of scenes where there was no talk about men at all yeah so good on that um, I will also give credit to the fact that it looks like we're really, really setting up Young Avengers. Yes. Because you've got Monica Rambeau, who has been name-dropped as the daughter of Maria. Yeah. Um, who that, although she wouldn't be so young as time progresses, because that's, how many years ago? <laughs> I mean. 2005, yeah, 20, she'd be 30. Depends on how, you know, she'd be in her early 30s. We'll see how that has, how that plays out, but then you have the Endgame trailer that came out, and you see yeah. uh, Clint teaching a young lady how to shoot arrows, which mm-hmm. they're trying to determine whether or not it's Kate or if they're going to retcon Kate into being his daughter and not just you know a- another person to take the Hawkeye mantle. But yeah, um, and then there's we've already talked about the fact that they're going to age up uh, Cassie. So, yep. I mean, you're, you're they're pretty pretty well setting up the Young Avengers without needing five more movies to set up an an Avengers initiative. Yeah, and I'm I'm completely cool not with the, that. Not the Protector initiative, as Nick was going to call it at first. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I I think four I think four out of five is is uh pretty good. And BJ going very soft and giving it a five. Good on you. Yeah. And it'll do wonders for women and young women out there to have somebody like um, Carol Danvers. And it, this movie, as much as I liked Wonder Woman, y'all know I had some problems with it. And there were still some really bad tropes that were involved. Yeah. Carol did not have a changing montage. Nope. Yep. There was no awkward talk about penises. There was no talk about like women having sex. Reproduction. Was... Like, yeah, there was none of that. And I feel like for that, Captain Marvel edges out 
over Wonder Woman for me as far as like a uh, a movie that girls can watch and really kind of take hold on like as far as a, a superhero goes. Although both are really good, so there's yeah, no need to compare the two of them in that right. respect. Yeah, but. I mean, I think Wonder Woman was more of almost a feminist icon because she, f- because she thought she was great because she was a woman, versus I feel like Carol is just <laughs> Carol great Wonder- Car- regardless <laughs> of any sort of gender. It didn't, yeah, it didn't yeah. matter what gender she was. Yeah, she was just a kick-ass. Warrior Carol Danvers is great because fuck you. I don't exactly. have I don't have to prove anything. <laughs> like that's that's why I love her. But that that's why honestly, and that's why my biggest issues with Wonder Woman were we need to go take you to go do a chain, you know, a clothing montage. Like why was that needed? Like I don't get it. Yeah, but Carol just grabbed a flannel. She was like, <laughs> and, and then stole that fucker's bike. Who was like, you should smile. <laughs> Fuck you. It was no, it was fantastic. I'm gonna take your bike because fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So that is Captain Marvel. If you have not seen it, um, we hope we didn't spoil too much of it for you. But uh go out and watch it and uh tell us what you think about it by going onto our social media and uh commenting or sending us messages and the like. Eric, what is your first thing that you're gonna talk about from thirty years ago? Well, because it's 2016. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I I dreamt the last three years. Who fucking knew? Um, I watched the first season of The Magicians, which it was a chore. I mean, <laughs> I've heard it gets a lot better in the second and third season, so I just wanted to start it. What do you mean? And, Did you know? Have you are you looking into the future here? This just came out. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, what are you talking about? They got renewed? Uh, no, but... And I've, I've heard this about the books as well, that the person who starts off as the main character is just an asshole, and it's almost written that you hate him. Like, you're just annoyed at him. Like, why are you an idiot? Yeah, I was going to say first book, he's he's mostly an asshole, and, and, and a privileged asshole in book one. But yeah. then again... Most of the characters on this TV show are all assholes. Exactly. Wait, let me ask this: Is this the is this the show with the magic cum, the magic cum drinking? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, just checking. <laughs> I'm like, I feel it's like I'm back. I'm, I feel like I just <laughs> teleported myself back to 2016 and the conversation when we when we were discussing. Did this. you just bogart the whole thing? <laughs> I mean, all the characters are assholes. There's way more sex than i thought there would be in this show but i guess it is college age harry potter so I feel it's like, like it's like graduate student aged harry potter exactly it's it's graduate school harry potter who finds out that naria is real and will fuck your shit up <laughs> exactly and i don't know i didn't overly care for the first season but i feel like getting into the second season now it's getting better it'll and and second season they um i've heard um they clean up a lot of like the messiness in the writing which makes it a little bit more it makes for it makes for a smoother watch and which once it becomes a smoother watch you're like 
Oh, okay. This is you. You understand why this is entertaining once they clean up their with their writing a bit because it's a bit messy in the first season. Yeah, like the first two episodes felt like they were double length episodes. I'm like, it felt like it took forever to get through them, and I don't know if that was just setting up so much stuff and world building. Uh, but I feel like I would have rather watched one of the other time loops where Julia was actually at Breakbills because <laughs> I hated all that Hedgewitch. Oh, stuff. don't worry. You'll feel the exact same way in season two. <laughs> don't worry. You'll be like, what the fuck? Why did? I, why am I watching this one? Fantastic. <laughs> Even Julia. Like, wait, what? <laughs> um, I did enjoy some of the bit characters that I recognized from other series. Like the lady from House. Oh, yep. Yeah. I don't remember. There's just other character actors on there who... Like, oh, I recognize that person. I didn't really. I forgot you were here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was The Magicians. Thank you, 2016. All right. So, I mean, we give you shit for stuff like this, but uh, I know that you don't have cable, so you're not. A lot of times it's tough to keep up with television shows as they're happening, especially when they don't air them on like Hulu, where you get them right away. So we we it's all good natured ribbing here, <laughs> but let me ask this: What made you decide to pick it up now and check out the magicians? I really don't know. I was just scrolling through Netflix one day, <laughs> and it was like, oh, yeah, I've watched other stuff that's kind of similar to that. I guess sure. I'll look at that. Yeah. Okay. I was just listen. I'm not I'm not trying to be shady. I'm just asking. <laughs> Because the listeners out there are like, bitch, what the fuck? You're not sitting you? under the shade tree right now? Uh, he's not. Ladies and gentlemen, he's Kim not. Chi. Oh. One time we used the shade tree. He's oh. not He's not hiding a fan under the table, ladies and gentlemen. He's being sincere. Uh, oh. <laughs> clack. You won't, you won't hear clack or thwarp. There it is. <laughs> Anywho. So good. Okay. So, uh... Is it are the, is the magicians on Netflix now? Is that what, what yeah. the deal is? Yeah. Just, yep, yep, yep. How, how many seasons? All three or just the two or all yeah. three? All three. Yeah, yeah. Th- all three seasons. And, and four is uh, currently airing. Oh, okay. Okay. I never know how long it takes to get onto Netflix because you know, like, I can't wait until the Good Place season three finally migrates over so I can rewatch it. Just when I when I sit there and just put it on and just start watching through, I don't have to get to the end of season two and then go back to the beginning. <sighs> I got you, dog. Pat, what is Stop. your first topic? <laughs> no, go to go to your topic. I'm gonna cry now. <laughs> uh right. So I am against my better judgment gonna talk about Gotham. Oh, you sweet baby. Because <laughs> you sweet so much child. Sweet innocent baby. <laughs> because it's the fifth and final season. And dear God in heaven, I don't. They were like, they've gotten to the point where they're like, you know what? We didn't really give a fuck before. Now we really don't give a fuck. I thought season two was like the the biggest shit show it could be. I thought it was just pandemonium. But then I is that the layer the level of hell with all the demons in it? (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Eleanor. And and I I thought the but I thought the bus crash with the with the Bruce clone. Oh my god, I forgot about the Bruce clone. I thought the random villain slash monsters wandering around like uh, everything. The this first poison ivy body change like it's yeah. 
Wait, how many poison ivies ago was that? I think that like was two. three. That was that was the first one changing into the second one. That was her regener. That was the first one's regeneration cycle. Did she get? Yeah, she got aged. A oh, bitch, I know that. <laughs> she was younger than fucking Bruce Wayne, Selena, and Bruce, yeah. and now she's like twenty five years older than them. <laughs> yes, she's like I'm about to get my AARP membership. <laughs> what? Oh, there's been is, have there been three or four? I feel like there's been four. Uh, no, I, uh, uh, actually, so uh, actor wise, they actually changed out the little girls between season one and season two. That was the first time. But they, but they didn't chill like the character. That wasn't a change in the character. No, no, I know she's been Ivy Pepper. Bitch, I've been watching for five seasons. I got that. So four, so four actresses. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, four actresses. Because they aged her up a little bit. The first time it was just a little bit. Yeah. And then they aged her up a lot. Yeah. And then I feel like they changed. They aged her up even more. Yeah, that's where she went wandering around the greenhouse drinking random chemicals. Okay, that, that's where yeah. I, okay, that's what I couldn't remember if there was another change there. <laughs> yes. Because they had an actress that was like 18 to 21 looking. Yeah. And, I, and then they were like, fuck it, 30. Just, just, she could bang Penguin and it'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they would try to make her like a, a, a female rival for Selena for Bruce. Yeah. And then that went absolutely nowhere. Because they and casted like, her too young. Th- well, originally she was way too young. And then they aged her up to be like somewhat in that area. But it still didn't work. So then they went up a little bit older. Because Bruce still looks like he's 15. Like, honestly, yeah. I don't give a shit if he's supposed to be 18. He looks young. I mean, if if each season's a different year, then yeah. But no, the the actor himself is very baby faced. Yeah, and then and then it just got to a point where then they did that whole like, I'm drinking every chemical in this weird, you know, uh, Chinese medicine shop, and then she popped out and she's like, I'm 35, bitch. What up? <laughs> but she's still like an eight year old girl, so I don't know. Yeah. It's just weird. Um, but yeah, yeah, season two really felt like it was a shit show that they couldn't top, and now they're like, then they well, and ki- they killed Jeremiah again. Yes, and then then we got then we got no they they killed they killed Jerome Jerome a second time a second time after they had cut his face off and then stapled it back on and revived him yes then Jeremiah killed Jerome yes after after Jerome doused him with crazy gas yes and, and then we got officially we got proto Joker and now we're supposed to actually get Joker Joker coming up here soon. Probably in the last episode. Like the last two episodes or something like that. Because we only we have what three? No, I think we've got like four. I think they extended this season because it's the last one. It's three or four. It's one of the two, because I know that they've been taking like a week or two off in between episodes. Yeah. Because April end of April is when the finale is. Um But you you had uh Jeremiah blowing up the bridges that connected Gotham to the mainland because that was and that was an actual that was they, I like how they're doing all the Batman stories in like a prequel series because that was an actual story where there was an earthquake and all the bridges into Gotham broke down. I didn't realize that Gotham was its own little island. Well, I'm, oh, well, I mean, it is Manhattan, so that makes sense. Yep. Uh, I forget. I forget to equate it to real life sometimes. Um, but they've done all this. Like, it's just been fucking ridiculous and then they were like well we really need to introduce batgirl so jim just go bang barbara for a hot second and then a week later she's gonna have a four-month baby bump 
because she came out of nowhere. She's like, they literally had sex like a week and a half ago. She knows she's pregnant and has a baby bump. There hasn't been a time jump yet. We're still in the same like fucking month. Yep. And yet they're like, well, she looks like she's six and a half months pregnant. It's fine. Just keep it moving, bitches. <laughs> Lee came back. Now Lee and Jim are married after he went through some like fever dream um, on death's door trial. <sighs> Ivy's trying to kill everybody. There's toxin in the water. They brought in some weird guy that apparently has history with Jim Gordon and are making him Bane. Because, you know, Bane's mortal enemy is Jim Gordon. Yeah. Okay. Sure. (laughs) I didn't think Jim Gordon had any enemies. Apparently, all of Batman's enemies were Jim's enemies first. Yep. He just inherited them. Who fucking knew? Um, What else are we getting? We're going to get the Batman suit. We're going to get the time jump at the end. Where we're going to get a full Batman who is going to be physically played by someone else. Yep. But um, is the kid's name David or something like that. He'll actually be he'll actually be wearing a cowl and will speak the lines. <laughs> but somebody who is much bigger and bulkier and beefier will be wearing the bat suit, so oh it doesn't boy. just look like a twelve year old is running around in a costume. So it'll be oh. a full man. Running around. Not a bat boy, but a bat man. Talking with potential voice cracks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm Batman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Batman. Batman? Batman. (laughs) Uh, We're apparently going to get a final Catwoman costume, which I was so mad because I thought we were just going to go with the selena kyle gets thrown out a window and cats lick her back to health and she gets cat powers um, and they only kind of sort of did that and then she became really Catwoman when they have some like seed that fucking fused to her spine who knows i <sighs> these storylines are ridiculous and i'm so glad we're almost at the end of this bless, so i can stop watching it bless this mess no don't bless this mess <laughs> this just a mess <laughs> You just a mess, Gotham. You just a mess. But it's coming to an end. So if you, like me, are um, a masochist and uh, a completionist, then your terrible, terrible national nightmare is almost over in about a month. So congratulations. I, I like how we've, we've st- like, I like how it started. I think it was me and Brian watching it. And no, Brian, I've been watching since the beginning. And then I was going to say you were watching it, but me and Brian would talk about the show, and you would just shake your head, and we were like, like, hey, we can see where it could go, and then like once season two hit, Brian was out, and I was no, just No, bitch, like, it wasn't even that. He got halfway through, and then had a drunken rant on the other show, and then he stopped talking <laughs> I, about it. I forgot about it. And I'm like, this shit's still going downhill. <laughs> fucking jada pinkett smith was on the show do y'all remember when jada pinkett smith was on the oh, show oh fish mooney i miss you <laughs> i miss fish mooney she was like the one great character watch her pop if she do you remember bitch, when bd wong was on the show <laughs> bitch he was just on the show like three weeks ago oh, okay. oh that's right <laughs> he, he was just back um <laughs> if there is a god in the heavens jada pinkett smith will show up for the fucking final episode I'm it'll down. be a time jump and she'll be like Bitches, I'm back. And then she'll get shot and fall in the river again. <laughs> oh, my name is Fish Mooney, bitch. 
And then Penguin just hits her with a bat into the water. <laughs> just boom, gotta go. Jim, Jim stabs her. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Barbara Gordon becomes Batgirl. She's just like, yeah. And then kicks Fish Mooney into the, into the river. <laughs> and scene. Oh. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> I love how we went from like something that we all enjoyed to something what that's three years old and kind of like, okay, why am I watching this? To, dear God, is this show fucking over yet? <laughs> These are the levels of what is making our pop culture minds tingle this month. It's a roller coaster, y'all. To be fair, I thought it always looked like trash, so I never bothered starting it. <laughs> oh, I thought it. I thought it looked like trash from the beginning uh, as well. Yeah, but decided to get on that ride. And then I feel like they just locked the bar down across my lap. <laughs> and I haven't been able to get off this route since. Um, there's very few things that I can stop Like once I've started uh, watching or listening to. I have to like I have to be able to miss a bunch of it to then finally be able to just cut it off. Like there's a couple of podcasts that not bad podcasts, but I just they weren't sparking joy in me anymore. <laughs> So you, had, so you had to get rid of it. So I'm Marie Kondo'd my uh, my podcast life, and there's just a couple that there's just a lot of content, and I'm just like, you know what, I I I have to mainline race chasers. I I can't. I don't have time for you right now. <laughs> um. So anywho, that is our first round of pop culture things uh, for this month. If you are enjoying this episode, if you enjoy what we do here at Flame On, then please tell a friend. Subscribe to us on iTunes or I should say Apple Podcasts on Stitcher or anywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Write us a review. Give us a rating. Only five stars. Five stars that don't bother rating us. <laughs> I just turned into Willem, but it's I, fine. I want the whole disgusting truth. Go into great detail. You can send that uh, whole disgusting truth to uh, B-E-E-J-A-Y at flameonshow.com. <laughs> Uh, just send him that email directly. Yeah. Don't post that under the reviews, please. Thanks. Uh, no, we want to hear from you. So leave us a review. Uh, that helps other people find our show when they're perusing through LGBT or gay and geeky or just nerdy podcasts. So we appreciate that completely and honestly. And if you would like to help make sure that the, these shows still happen in a timely fashion, aside from the one or two times that we're behind a week, then uh, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash nerdy show. You can donate at any level. Uh, and if you would like some of the money that you donate to come to us and uh, just leave a little note and say that you would like the boys of flame on to um, maybe have some food every once in a while. Cause we're so hungry. We're so hungry. So hungry. So, so hungry. <laughs> but feel free to do that. And then, uh, Check us out online, flameonshow.com. You have all of the chicklets for our social media at the bottom of our website. I think we've been a little bit a little bit behind on, or a little bit, I don't want to say behind, a little lighter on the posting social media-wise. Yeah. But yeah, it's life. We want to know what you guys want to hear. Sometimes it's tough, honestly. We post things and we'll get a, you know, we'll get a little bit of a reaction, but you know, what sometimes Sparks interest in us isn't necessarily what other people want to hear. So let us know what you want to hear talked about. Or if you've got a book, a TV show, or 
anything else that you think that we should check out so we can discuss it on the show, then by all means, let us know that as well. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, it's time for round two. Fights. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Hadouken! <laughs> Shoroken! Come on, Pat. Oh. What's your power? What's your move? <laughs> <laughs> come on, E-Honda. Yes, <laughs> come through, E-Honda. I was like, that did not translate vocally, but y'all could see me get, attempting the thousand hand slap. I, you, I mean, famously, podcasts are a visual medium. They are. So. Get your kabuki slaps in. Yes. Just call me Gia Gun. <laughs> oh sorry what uh so <laughs> let us start our second and final round of pop culture things that are tickling our fancy this month eric i'm gonna throw it back over to you and kick us off with round two jacques <laughs> so i watched part uh a couple episodes of a sports documentary series that's on netflix right now called you sports what sports ball called losers Oh, which uh, examines. Oh, I thought you were just going to talk about us. <laughs> um, hey, is this a sports documentary? The sports ball. Yes. It's what a, sport is it? It is a series of a collection of different sports. Ooh, yes. Many sports is many sports. All the sports balls. Um, Score a goal down. Exactly. Yay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to steal a net. <laughs> So it examines uh, famous losses and how the person who lost came back from that oh. and built a better career for themselves or just picked themselves up and got better. Now I legitimately feel bad about making fun of sports. <laughs> I was like, that's actually interesting. Damn. Um, so the two I watched is I watched one about uh, Surya Bonnelly, who was a French figure skater in who the Who got 90s, fucked over. Who got fucked over many a time. Uh, because and she then was, she said, "Fuck you, motherfuckers!" Because she was black and did backflips on the ice, and people were like, "I don't know how to process that. That's not artistic." So, uh, that whole, one was really interesting. The backflip landing on one foot, bitch. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Exactly. Scott Hamilton right? used both his feet. Mm. Uh, and she also attempted a quad back in the nineties in the Olympics. Before anybody Would she try to rip out her quads? Exactly. <laughs> Put that in your long form. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other one I watched was one about curling. 
because shocker i know oh my what? god you watched something <laughs> about curling who knew i didn't even know you knew anything about curling it's crazy oh my god so spooky i almost had a heart attack because i wasn't prepared for that <laughs> sorry so back to curling yes yes so it's a story about how this team lost um the this is the story of a girl this is story of a girl Crowd river, river and drown the whole world. I think we have to stop there. We have to pay a fee. <laughs> um, which is it? Is it when she cries? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. 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 Uh, is it when she smiles? Is it when she smiles? Yes. Uh, the river who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And though she looks so sad and photographs, absolutely love it when she smiles. Yeah, smiles. Yeah. They're a band from uh, Wait. So is that song Long just Island. is that song just about Wait, telling a girl to smile? No, they are a band. Oh, a from band. Long Island. They banned from They're Long banned Island. from Long Island. <laughs> just Long Island. Uh, I, think, I think I saw them at Red, I think I saw them at Red Hot and Boom in Probably. like 2002. I'm so having trouble remembering their name right now. It's like Alex and Jaren or something. Like, something. No, that was Evan and Jaren. Oh, Evan and Jaren. And that is yeah. totally not them. BJ, you're on your phone and not paying attention to this podcast. Can you look up absolutely parentheses story, story of a girl? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the episode title? <laughs> Sorry. That was so in this episode about curling. Um <laughs> No, a team lost the finals of, I want to say it was the 87 Briar, which is the Canadian National Championships. Nine days. Nine days. <laughs> um, that's how long the Briar lasted. No, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but they lost it. And because of that, they basically, the captain of the team turned the team into this machine that just changed the game so much that made everything boring about the game. And so they had to institute a new... They changed things that to make it not boring? What? When did this happen? Is this no. two years in the future? <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you know I just pissed off somebody. For me. I know. No, and because of the way they played the game, it just became incredibly boring and low-scoring... And it was just take out, take out, take out, take out, take out, take out. Um, and so they had to institute a new rule in response to it to make the games more interesting and bring fans back to watch. Uh, and I thought it was a cool story. And Is this the was this the five the five stone rule or yeah the free guard rule free oh uh, free guard yeah isn't what is which used to be four stones and now it's five oh okay yeah. See, I know things. I know. I know things. You've you've been to curling. I've been to the curling. <laughs> I wore a medal. You did. I did wear a medal. Did you wear the medal this time? Did you ask him to wear his medal? No, he didn't bring the medal with him. <sighs> well, then fuck him. But I mean, I had <laughs> in the past three weeks, I've met two of the Olympians from the U.S. Well, one was curling. for a second time because exactly does did uh did you wear the other ones? No, because Tyler George's uh. The clasp where the ribbon is is starting to be Fray. loose from the actual metal. Uh, so he's like, hold it with the metal, but not Don't just, just hold ribbon. it from the ribbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fuck is he doing with that ribbon? Well, 
Uh, John Schuster said that his is starting to get like that as well. I mean, I'd be fucking well wearing that medal. (laughs) I would. If I won a fucking gold medal at the Olympics, everything I did, I'd be wearing it. (laughs) Plap, 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 plap. What does that sound? That's not my balls slapping against the ass. That's the medal slapping against my chest. That's my gold fucking medal. (laughs) Exactly. Bitch. Hashtag gold plap. (laughs) That's the title of the episode. Gold frap. I love them. (laughs) (laughs) So that is Loser. That's Losers on Netflix. All right. Uh, Do you know how many episodes there are? Probably 10. Oh, okay. Because Netflix likes 10 of things. (laughs) Unless it's a Marvel show, in which case then it's 13 or 8. Yeah. Oh. Well, have they canceled all the, the shows yet? Yes, they have announced the final cancellations. Okay, yeah. all right. So the two-year countdown starts now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, there's a rumor. I mean, Defenders might not get picked up because there's a rumor that they're bringing Namor into the MCU now, which would then bring together all the original Defenders of Doctor Strange, Namor, and the Hulk. They'd just be missing Silver Surfer. I mean, they'd have him, too, so they'd have access to him. Yes, yep. access to, yeah. So, I mean, to be the same thing as having access to Namor, so. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you think it'd be more interesting than the first season of Defenders? Oh. Oh, so sad. I still love Jessica Jones. She's great. Was she the first one to get canceled? Has it? Did no, it she's the last one to get canceled. I With think it, Luke, Luke Cage was the first one. I think. Luke, Luke oh, Cage was the right. first one. Was it Luke Cage and Iron Fist and got uh, canceled yeah. first? Yeah. yeah. And, and then it was Daredevil, and then Punisher, and then um, I guess uh, Jessica Jones. They finished filming season three of Jessica Jones. There's no word if they're going to release it uh, at all. Oh. Huh. Interesting. All right. So. Anyway, that was a, a total sidetrack from there. So, Losers on Netflix. That is Eric's second thing that is not from three years ago. Phenomenal. <laughs> BJ, what's your next topic? Um, well, so there's another little show on Netflix that people may have heard about. It's just a little off. Flame sh- on the Netflix podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys have no idea how much I want to write, like, some sort of docu, like, sitcom about this podcast. <laughs> Bitch, if we just did in the studio, Throwing Shade fucking got a, a television show. We could do it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's a little Netflix series uh, that's about those things that you open in the rain. Um, the Umbrella Academy. Rihanna? L-A-A-A. Yeah, Umbrella Academy. It's good. It's um, it's it's good. It's good. It's great. It's fine. You're very convincing. Just get it without the onions. Um, so, uh, for those of you that don't know what the Umbrella Academy is about, it's pretty much about a bunch of gr- uh, grown-up people who are superheroes ki- as kids and how their lives are terrible now. Um, uh, there was like a there was like a day where a whole bunch of women had babies, even though they weren't pregnant that morning. Um. And all the children born had Kinda superpowers. Like what happened on Gotham? A little bit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, they were just electrocuted till they got superpowers on Gotham. Uh, and then they're all put on a bus. 
She at least had sex first, and then a week later had a six <laughs> six and a half month baby bump. It's fine. But, Barbara um, Keene is uh just very fertile and advanced in her uterus. Very fertile. That should be the flame, <laughs> flame on the flame on after hours show. <laughs> very fertile. <laughs> but uh, so uh, no, it's actually it's a really good uh, it's kind of like a. It's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek look at like how somebody born with superpowers and their like how their lives are all fucked up. Um, pretty much all the kids, a part of the Umbrella Academy, all come back together because their adoptive father uh, passes away, and it just kind of goes from there. Um, what I was surprised about is that I, I went a little Carol Channing there, but I was surprised about um, raspberries. <laughs> um. <laughs> scurvy <laughs> oh that was horrible I'm sorry <laughs> they uh um you've got ellen page um who's just always wonderful as the powerless vanya you've got um i can't remember his name he's the actor from the show misfits um that was the uk show about the uh kids who get powers from getting hit by lightning yeah um yeah, the guy that played the immortal kid um, is Klaus. And I didn't realize it was him because his ass went through some fucking growth spurt over the past three years because he was in a movie recently with David Tennant and he didn't look, he looked nothing like how he looked in that movie. Like he's at least like two feet taller. And I didn't think he was, I didn't think he was that young, but clearly I guess he was. Um, but no, the, the cast is pretty solid. Um, it's got some weirdness to it. If anybody's read the comics, it's got like some time travel aspects, and um, you've got uh, one of the characters is uh, known as Number Five, who uh, can teleport. Um, so there's a lot of weirdness with his abilities. Um, you've got Mary J. Blige as one of the assassin characters, Cha Cha. Yes. Who is everything? She's there to stop people from bringing hateration and holleration up into this <laughs> dancery. And then you have her beyond hot partner, Hazel, who I just want some any part of him inside me. He could just put his finger in my ear and I'd be happy. Um, he's, yeah. Yeah. I'm mad that my joke did not go any further than where it did. <laughs> so screw you all. Hey, no more drama around here. <laughs> this is a family affair. <laughs> we need that spoken word album from you. <laughs> It needs to fucking happen. Or at least one track. One track a month. And then eventually we'll have an album that our Patreon subscribers can have access to. Put, we should put it up on our we'll put it up on our uh I've our got a piano player ready to go. <laughs> I do. I've already talked to him about it. He has agreed. He has signed on for this project. We need we <laughs> But um but no, it's it's a really good show. Uh it's... no more drama in my life. <laughs> few times been around that <laughs> i can't even finish it um the sad part is that i i want to like i'm trying to think of more and all i can hear in my head is uh million dollar bill by whitney houston and i'm just like god damn it whitney get out of my head uh, the spirit of whitney is like you were not going to use marriage at Blige lyrics <laughs> ariana grande but that's why <laughs> that's why we'll have a volume two and a volume three 
everyone will get it. Oh get my it. god, it's gonna be <laughs> this Eric spoken word CD is gonna be the new like now. <laughs> now that's what I call Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get a cease and desist and get sued. <laughs> Did we not learn anything from Willem? <laughs> what if we put a question mark on it? Now that's what I call Eric. <laughs> no, they'd still they'd still uh Aww. they'd still sue send a cease and desist. <laughs> I ain't got money to fight that lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> but um. No, it's it's uh it's it's got some really good twisty parts to it. Um the so the soundtrack is really fucking good. Um I don't know if the, I'm pretty sure they got really uh they got renewed for a second season. Um but it's just a very good subversive like superhero superpower sort of plot line. Um so if you have not seen it, uh give episode 1 a watch. Um if not, then or if you have seen it, then Keep Congratulations, you watched it. I Can, thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. Congratulations, you won. Hooray. <laughs> yeah, I've heard I've heard good things about it. I personally haven't watched it. Um just because I haven't had a chance to, and it's tough for me to start watching like new series sometimes because either I'm in the middle of doing something or I get really sleepy and then Or you're rewatching the good place for, for the fourteenth million time. <laughs> I do that at night. That's what I will go to sleep to um a lot of nights, although now I've been going to sleep to um, uh, Game Show Network collections, oh, either yeah, like yeah. Uh, Emo Genius or Idiot Test or like <laughs> something like that, or um, Adam Ruins Everything, because they have the collection up for that as well. And you just like looking at Adam Codover? He's cute. I, oh, I, I would not know. be mad about that. So suck yeah. um, Although, I love the episode where Adam ruins sex, and uh, Murph is like this weird, like, he's nerdy cute, and he's like half naked through the entire episode, and I'm like, <laughs> not mad about this episode at all not mad about it uh but yeah no i i just haven't had a chance to watch it but even a friend of mine who's not big into comics or like the comic shows and movies he was uh enthralled by it and binged uh episodes at a time so i'm gonna have to watch it at some point for sure for sure for sure for sure Right. Right. for sure. Uh, see, I was about to call you Candace from the Mupp- from um, the Muppets, but then you went Gears Prime's channel. Janice. Janice? Is it Janice? Yeah, I thought it was Candace. No. Uh. Calm down, <laughs> Wendy Okupa. <laughs> bigger the hoop, the bigger the home. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. I'm sorry. What? So what's what's your second thing, Pat? Ah, <sighs> there's so many things to talk about. We could talk about the fact that um, I now have written off six drag queens because of their horrible, horrible, horrible she-evangelical show about Mariah Carey. <laughs> and oh, what a travesty that was. No. And you believe. Lambs. <sighs> 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 So Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande, <laughs> so bad, so so bad. Um, I could talk about the fact that Carly Rae Jepsen um didn't just drop one new song; she dropped two, and has now dropped a music video for one of those songs. Now that I found you, and it is ridiculous because. She has a dream about becoming a crazy cat lady. As we all do. I yes. Mean, really. Well, at the beginning of the video, it says that uh, the song is a song about love and loss. 
and she finds this adorable little cat um, in a cardboard box in a rainy alley as she's getting into her car and then falls so in love with it that, like, she just keeps getting more and more cats. It's all the same cat, just, you know, multiplied <laughs> um, to the point where they basically just um, are taking over the entire house and she starts wearing, like, um, a kitty jumpsuit with, like, cat ears and whatnot. And then, well, she has a pussy on her pussy. They they cool. show her standing up with like these these little panties on that just have a cat face over yeah. over it, and then um she's wearing this the sweatsuit she's wearing has the little like cat ears and whiskers on the on the top and then um it says meow on the bottom and then she turns around and it has like a bedazzled cat tail on the the sweatpants, <laughs> um and then she wakes up and realizes that that was all a dream but then the cat's gone, so she goes back to the the rainy alleyway where she found the cat and then there's a a cute nerdy bearded guy with glasses that found the cat and she finds love that way. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know how I slept on Carly Rae Jepsen for so long. I do. Because really? The, well, cause her first and only single, like big single was call me maybe. Yeah. Which, which is a great song. It's but t- it was so overplayed. It was so overplayed. And that video was horrible. Well, well, once you change the narrative to somebody that's like chasing a guy, a girl chasing a guy down in the woods with a knife. It's a much more interesting song, you know. Like it ha- it ripped jeans, skin was showing, and like, like, I, where you going, baby? Like, sh- like it's like a misery type theme song to me. So, I love it. That's an insight into BJ's mind, everybody. Where you think you going, baby? <laughs> <laughs> That's how Eric will uh, will do his spoken <laughs> word for <laughs> he'll, it. He'll, he'll read where it. Where you as... think you're going, baby? <laughs> I like it. Um, but I, I, when she put out Emotion, I heard it was a good album. I didn't really, uh, listen to it. I had a copy of it. It is really good. Yeah. And then, um, and then Cut to the Feeling became this, like, giant gay anthem. And between the, um, Cut to the Feeling Fridays with, um, what's his name? Mark, I can't think of how to pronounce his last name right now, but it just starts with a K. Gaga's uh, former backup dancer. Who and did former some... contestant on So You Think You Can Dance. Oh, there you go. Um, but phenomenal videos. And then used for uh, a really bad lip sync on Drag Race. <laughs> but it just kind of, like, it blew into this whole amazingness. And uh, she is, like, the synth pop princess right now. And it's it's fantastic. Now That I Found You is a really good song. And um, No Drug Like Me, actually, is, I think, even better. And the song she put out before that was uh, Party for One, I think. Oh, my God. Where she really talks good. about masturbating all yeah. the time. And I love it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a video of everyone checking into hotel rooms, getting ready to masturbate. And it's phenomenal. Because you know what? If you don't want to fucking love me, then fuck you. I'll do it myself. If you can't love yourself, how are you going to love everybody else? Party for one if you don't care about me. So, wait. Was this, was this thing you talking about... Um, Drag Race, or was this Carly Rae Jepsen? <laughs> um, these are my honorable mentions. I'm like, oh, I'm like a Ms. Mojo okay. video right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Before we get to the top of the list, <laughs> here's some honorable mentions. I have been binging those fucking Mojo videos for the past like four months, and Be- I can't stop. Before we start, make sure to subscribe and click on the bell to get notified. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> So at least they give a spoiler warning before they start their list. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whatever. 
They also put out new content every day, so be sure to subscribe and click the bell to be notified when a new video is there. We apparently have been a little off, okay? So those were things that I wanted to make sure I got talked about. Um, we will have a more in-depth uh, Drag Race conversation happening um, after this episode comes out because a certain former Drag Race and Drag Race All-Stars contestant will be coming in and sitting down and I'm um, talking with at least me, maybe Oral, if he uh, is is available. Um, he, he doesn't care about you listeners anymore. He said, fuck you all. I don't want to be on the show anymore. I'm just Aww. kidding. He's, gas. he's been <laughs> gas. Gas. He's uh he's just been really busy right now between uh working a couple of jobs and trying to get his real estate license. So good on you, Oral. And uh he'll be back soon. Um but we're gonna be talking about Drag Race again really soon with uh with Miss Ginger Minge, who just came off of uh two weekends of amazing uh sold out uh performances of The Golden Gals Live, which will be coming back to the Parliament House, uh, two more times later this year. So if you missed it this time around, you'll be able to see it again later this year. But I do want to talk about the Arrowverse, which pretty soon we can't call the Arrowverse anymore because right. Arrow is going to be can- is going off the air. Uh, but I want to talk about The Flash and this season of... Um, we're not going to focus on a speedster. But a speedster is just going to be really involved. Yeah, uh, come on, excess, coming back and forth to twenty forty nine. I mean, once I mean, once you introduce one of the Flash's kids, you're like, all right. <sighs> but I love the fact. Okay, and spoiler warning: if you haven't been keeping up with this, uh, <laughs> the season of the Flash, I'm sorry. Uh, it's been interesting. They've been doing the Cicada storyline, uh, and you introduce um, Nora as excess and you know something's not a hundred percent right and i know that when we first started talking about the season uh you had mentioned that they were not gonna like drag out like this whole like kind of backstory with her and they they didn't but we obviously don't know everything yeah we don't know everything they they've they've been dropping they've been dropping it in larger chunks but apparently it's a bigger story than because she is working with eobard thawne who is in jail in 2049 for some reason. Yeah. I guess she's trying to make the Flash's disappearance that we've been teased about for... Like since the first season. How many seasons are we on now? Is this four or five? Uh, four? This is four. So, yeah. Since the first season, we've we've seen this article in uh, Eobard Thawne's little like, time vault room or whatever and talking about the Flash disappearing. And... I guess that's her main thing is trying to do this. And Eobard is using her for his own nefarious reasons to like, then... Like he does. Of course. Uh, to get whatever he wants and to for her to not lose her dad. But obviously something is different. Something is behind this whole thing. My The funniest thing for, the, for Eobard Thawne for me is that depending on what show it is... Is which Eobard Thawne we get. Yes. Because, yes, in the first season, uh, Tom Cavanaugh played both parts because Eobard Thawne had taken the the guise of Harrison Wells. Yep. But then he wasn't. And we got the other actor that was Har- was uh, Eobard Thawne, 
And in Legends of Tomorrow, that other actor plays Eobar Thawne. But then we bring him back on The Flash. We can't get that other actor. Why are we going to pay somebody else? Let's just get Tom Cavanaugh to be Eobar Thawne in 2049 again. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, consistency. Um, but it's been a very, it's been interesting. They've been doing the whole Cicada thing. And the Cicada is different than any other timeline because Nora apparently changed the, the, the I'm calling timeline. it. I'm calling it pulling a Barry Allen at this point. Pretty much. She pulled it, a Barry Allen. It's her own kind of like... Um, that looks like a really nice timeline you got there. It'd be a shame <laughs> if somebody went back and fucked it up. <laughs> That's pretty much pretty much the big thing. Um, but he's been... Uh, this cicada has been going around killing metas that were pretty much all formed during the Enlightenment that didn't actually happen. Well, some formed during the Enlightenment, but a, a handful of them. Uh, well, so they, they created Metatech. Well, but the thing is that he's been focusing on them because the cop that was helping him basically had a list of all these new metas that were were that and, came about after the because of yeah. the Enlightenment. But but then uh, he also had some uh, classic ones on there. The teleporting girl from season one. She was in an episode. She was she was from the original um, explosion. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah, I don't remember her. Some of the episodes are a little, were a little weaker than others. Yeah, but there, but there's a, there's a handful of metas that um, uh, that were fo- were formed from some other explosion uh, or accident. Probably, and uh, yeah, I don't doubt that at all. Uh, but I know that they they had that big focus on the the list of like how does he know about these people? Uh, but then they they come up with an X Men storyline and find the mutant cure, and decide yep. to. They did. They were like, and it was just, it literally was a page out of the X Men comics oh, because yeah. all of a sudden Cisco's like, we can make a cure. And Caitlin's like, but should we? Like, I don't want to. But there's nothing wrong with us. There's I, nothing to cure. But I like my creepy sister. I just found Killer Frost again and we're whole. It, it's just, it's, it literally has played out like every time there's been a mutant cure storyline in the X Men comics. This is what's going on right now. Uh, but they make it, and they actually get Cicada to um, agree to take the cure, and that they will then cure his niece, and then all hell breaks loose, and this new like hooded Cicada comes in. And if you didn't realize that was going to be his niece from the future, then you don't watch comic shows ever. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, there she is. So they're taking this whole thing into like this crazy, now we've got niece from the future coming back to the do and then yeah it's interesting i'm not mad about this season to be honest no i've I've actually had a really good time i was i was nervous that they were going to do excess i was kind of hoping they would do impulse but i'm okay i actually i actually really really like excess um and actually i think impulse is actually his grandson so actually uh impulse may be her grand her her son yeah but excess isn't his daughter Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I think Excess is is his granddaughter. Yeah, I think it's flipped. Yeah, this is it's a it's a weird thing that they just kind of you can pick. There's a list of Barry Allen children and timelines that you can they can pick. I mean, at this point though, if it's if it's comic book related, they can cherry pick where they want to go with yeah, it and es- fucking run with it. Especially the Flash, but literally just run with it. I've actually really, 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 really enjoyed uh, um, Nora. I, I I thought I would be on the fence about her, but like once they kind of fixed her stuff with um um with Iris. Yeah. Oh, cause she was a she was a 
beast at the beginning. Oh yeah, I love the. Um, I also love the fact that she is. Um, she is LGBTQ. I actually really like that where uh, she was hitting on um, Spencer. Oh, that's Spen- right. Spencer was hitting on her and she was flirting back. And, and that's Barry's right, like, that's right. what is happening? And she's like, she's hitting on her daughter. <laughs> and yeah. Iris is like running away. <laughs> that's like, right. I knew that. I, I, I couldn't remember exactly what it was. And I'm like, I remember there being something about that in one of the episodes for sure. I thought, I, I just thought that was super cute. And it was treated very like Barry and Iris. Are just, Barry's just like, oh. Okay, and Iris, Iris was just more like, Spencer's not good enough for our daughter. Yeah, pretty uh, much. <laughs> you were not going to be dating anybody, young lady. Let's go. Yeah, it was very, very much. But, um, yeah, it was very much treated very kind of like, oh, okay, well, cool. Well, I mean, we already like her, so whatever. But, um, but yeah, no, I've I've actually really enjoyed having her her run around. I've actually liked Sherlock quite quite a bit. Oh, Lord. The, all the wells, so many wells. <sighs> Um, I feel like that that gag is starting to run its course, though. Yeah, I feel like if uh, if they, uh, I'm pretty sure they're doing another season after this one. Oh, I'm sure. They need to, they need to figure out what they're. Uh, I don't the... see. I don't see Flash ending just yet. If Arrow can go on until like season eight, the Flash can at least get that many seasons. Yeah. I think that'd be. I, I I don't think it's it's run into the. I, I gotta stop with these running <laughs> commentary with uh, the Flash. <laughs> it hasn't hit that that wall of like creative block yet. I think they've managed to figure out a way. When they pulled it away from it being okay, let's get all the speedsters and let's do all this. It's been it's been a good season. I didn't always love last season, mm-hmm. and I think this season overall has averaged out to a, a pretty solid season. Yeah, it's been consistent. Yeah, and then um, Black Lightning has been pretty good. I like Black Lightning turning into books. And breaking the season up into um, like smaller stories, yeah, yeah, because it's it's the book of whatever yep. chapter one, two, three, and kind of focusing on it's there's an obviously a whole overarching story, but it, there's a little bit more focus on these parts as you go through these couple of episodes. Um, Legends, I haven't missed, but that's coming back because <laughs> Black Lightning, I think, has one more episode before. The finale, I think next yeah. week is the or this coming Monday is the finale, and then after that is when Legends will come back, and um, and like I said before, Arrow's gonna be done, so I'm interested to see what that means for the um crossover events, because Legends wasn't in this last one. No, and and the next one's gonna be like the it's one we've actually been waiting for which is crisis uh, on infinite earth yeah and we'll see and i have a feeling that that's actually going to change the landscape of a lot of the shows maybe maybe so it, maybe they'll all be in one they're all the same goddamn universe finally <laughs> well is black lightning not in the same universe um because right now supergirl i know is the only one that's definitely not on the same earth they actually haven't they've mentioned supergirl in black lightning hmm. and that's it and there was like well, one of the characters was reading an Outsiders comic, uh, uh, so in the first episode of uh, Black Lightning. So I don't think it is huh. because they don't really reference metahumans all that much in Supergirl. It's mostly aliens. So yeah. So I don't think uh, I think Black Lightning is kind of in its own other place. Well, and they talk about the metas being derived from this experiment back when Black Lightning got his powers and all that stuff. So yeah, that's possible. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see what Crisis does for for the rest of the shows and how they they all play out 
and then whether or not we see Batwoman before then. Yep. So um overall I think uh I think DC's doing good on their WB shows. Is it WB? CW? No. CW. <laughs> Damn it. I just want to go back to simpler days when it was UPS. WB. Sister UPN. Sister. <laughs> yeah. It was Sister Sister and Pinky and the Brain on Friday nights. Oh, I was just thinking about it. Netflix is or was it no Hulu is bringing back Animaniacs and I I where is it and when is it happening? I, I need it because I honestly, especially now that there's so much to make fun of. Like when I go back and see old episodes of Animaniacs, all the political commentary oh was pretty. Like there's so much they can do. Like I would love to see them go to an Ariana Grande concert and them interact with the caricature of Ariana Grande. Like I can't even deal. I feel like there are movie, mu- music and movie artists that would voice themselves on that show. Probably. All right. So that that covers all of the pop culture things that are making our brains tingle this month. Don't forget, if you would like to uh, support our little podcast here, then tell some friends, rate and review us, subscribe, do all of that. And if you would like to monetarily become a supporter of the show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and become a patron there. And before we sign off for this month, we're going to do what we always do since it was first brought on about a year and a half, two years ago. Take over the world? Yes. We are going to end the show with our one-ups for this month, a.k.a. the things that are giving us life, 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 And don't fuck it up. All right. We're going to go back the other way again. BJ, what is your one-up for the month of March 2019? Um, so, uh, it's another Netflix show that actually just dropped that I completely forgot about. Uh, and I will have watched the first episode so far. Uh, it is called Love, Death, and Robots. And it is a sci-fi anthology series um, animated. And every episode's animated differently. Every episode is sci-fi um themed i think they're all just 30 minutes um but they are actually pretty brilliant like uh the first one is kind of matrix matrix x-esque and it doesn't really it doesn't the first one was written so direct that you really had no question as to like what this world's about um it ends gorgeously um so yeah i think it's it's either death love and robots or love death and robots um but it's a new anthology series that just dropped on netflix fantastico eric what is giving you life this month what do you get if you take rupaul's drag race say yes to the dress and queer eye in a blender and turn it on drag me down the aisle jonathan van ness oh what'd you say i said jonathan van ness oh Almost. <laughs> but no, drag me down the aisle. Yeah. Which, um, I watched the first episode and it was cute. Look at you watching a show not two years later. I know. Proud well, of you. Reality TV. I can't. <laughs> In quotation marks, reality TV. Um, no, but it's fun. I really like Jujubee. And I liked Thorgy's energy a lot on the episode. Because you got Jujubee, you got Thorgy, yeah. Alexis Michelle, and. and Bibi. Bibi Zaharbonne? Yes. Rakataka. C'est bon. Ugh. C'est bon. Uh, stop it. Ugh. 
face, face, face. No. Hug your face. No. Beauty face. <laughs> um, no, but mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> I'm the fiercest of them all. Face, 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 body and all. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Hey, another girl. day, another slang. <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> sorry, uh, so yeah, BB's a harpoon. <laughs> yeah, she's there. Um, <laughs> she's no, she's walking around going, Cameroon! It was a, it was cute. It was a cute show. Cute. I mean, what do they do? So what? I like. I know kind of the basic concept, but what is? What's the deal with it? I mean, they basically find an engaged lady. 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 But no, they go and do a makeover for the wedding. So extreme wedding makeover. Okay. Is by it, dry queens. Do they? Uh, is it kind of like the other, like other makeover shows where somebody has to like submit that they like the best friend or the maid of honor is like, oh my god, she there needs. To w- be. There was nothing saying that they were submitted by somebody else. Oh, okay. it seemed more so that the bride submitted themselves. Gotcha, gotcha. Because uh, a lot of times, like with those makeover shows, it's not. The person that's getting made over that's yeah because they really didn't interview any of the friends of the family at all it was just the bride her um fiance and then the bride's parents were the only ones they interacted with throughout the episode that doesn't mean that in future episodes that won't happen but yeah okay and what is this on lifetime bravo tlc something (laughs) I don't know. What did you watch it on? I watched it on the interwebs. Illegally? No, somebody linked it to the actual <laughs> channel's <laughs> website. I like how I like how <laughs> softly and like hurt you sounded where you were like illegally? Like I'm just trying to like I'm like, well if you watched I, it on I, a website, then maybe you can remember I if it was Bravo.com. I, I think it was TLC. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The learning channel. <laughs> Yep, we learned so much from uh, Honey Boo Boo and Mama June, so, you know. Exactly. Oh, Lord. All right, so that's dragged me down the aisle. It's on a television station. Near you. Check your local listings for a time <laughs> exactly. and channel. Legally. Make sure you do it legally. We do not promote illegal watching of television shows on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> So, what is giving me life this month? I'm going to, again, like Ms. like a Ms. Mojo video. Here's an audible mention. Um, <laughs> don't forget to subscribe and click the bell. Uh, we update whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Every two weeks, motherfucker. Every two weeks. Except for like three times in the history of my, in my history on the show. Race Chaser. I mentioned it before. Uh, I know that you've race talked about chaser. it. Woo-hoo. Race chaser. Yeehaw! <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Dog. No. Uh, <laughs> I know you've brought it up and you've talked about it on the show before. Um, I finally decided to give it a go. And I have binged through, I won't say every episode. Because I did not listen to the like three hour best of forever dog episode that was on there. I don't think I have. I because to that. I did not feel like I needed to listen to that. 
<laughs> no, ma'am. Um, but every episode that has pertained to Drag Race or to them, because like uh, there was the one uh, like five or ten minute episode about uh, songs in the key of Nope. Yeah. Uh, where they went over like all the tracks on Willem's album, like stuff like that. I listened to, and uh, I'm a little sad that we did not even at least get the uh, reunion for season two. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that they couldn't just like be a week behind on something or drop an extra episode and just finish off season two, so that way yeah. when they do come back to reviewing the old episodes, that uh, they could just start clean at season three. Uh, and then the one week we had off between All Stars four and season eleven, they aired the live show. So I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, we could at least maybe get the no, no, we'll get this episode instead." Uh, but it's cute. It was a little tough at first to kind of get through, um, and that's only because you can work with somebody a lot. But when you're in a new medium like a podcast, it can be tough to gel. Right. But yeah. they eventually got through that. And um, I actually enjoy Willem sometimes more than I do Alaska. Partially because Alaska's vocal fry gets really old sometimes. You don't care for it much? I don't mind it. Yeah. But there are times when it's too long. Gotcha. And Willem seems a lot more willing to spill all the tea. She just don't care. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, and that's always been Willem. Willem's yeah. like, fuck it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, that's been... Uh, that was almost like a, a little mission for me was to get caught up. Um, so now I'm I'm up to date with my Race Chaser podcast. Um, and, and going on to Instagram to Race Chaser Pod... And seeing the pictures that they talk about, like, oh, we're going to put this up. Uh, it, it's been kind of cute to see some of those little bits and pieces and how really lo-fi they're doing it. <laughs> uh, but that's my that's my little warm-up one. Um, what really gave me life uh, happened in the past week. And that's part of the reason why this episode is a little delayed. Uh, I spent about a week in Chicago. And I saw two phenomenal concerts by two phenomenal women. Uh, I went and saw Robin. At the Aragon in Chicago, um, at this point, almost two weeks ago. With a Y? Robin with, with a Y. A, or with an S. No, Robin with a Y. Swedish pop singer, not the uh, not the other, not Robin S. Uh, both sang Show Me Love, different songs, about five years apart, but whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, she's on her Honey tour right now, and it made a stop in Chicago. And it was fantastic. Um, I got to hear some of her biggest uh, hits live, which was really cool. Call Your Girlfriend, um, Dancing on My Own. Like, those were just awesome to hear and, like, be in a room full of 90% LGBTQIA semicolon period dot dash everything. Um, but then to also, like, there are a couple of other songs that have become big in my life like lyrically that i've just fallen in love with uh -huh. and to hear them live was just uh it was it was fantastic um i am that old man because we were standing underneath the overhang in the uh in the room and i was like i'm having trouble hearing her <laughs> i'm like wow years of standing next to a speaker hosting karaoke might have damaged my hearing a little bit 
Uh, but it was a great show. She was fantastic. She sounded awesome. And um, she was wearing nipple dresses the entire night. Like, her dresses had nipples on them. It was oh, fun. Yeah. And uh, she had a little, like, homage to polyamory because uh, on the stage, you know those, you know those, like, white plaster statues, like, of two hands, like, clasping each other or... Yeah. Well, she there was one on the stage and it was three hands, like, with the fingers all interlocking on each other. Oh. And I was like, come on, three-way relationship right there. Or it was just an orgy, you know, like yeah. a threesome. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was, it was a lovely nod. Things happen. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, to close out my almost week in Chicago, I went and saw Mariah Carey at the Chicago Theater. And holy fuck. I've been a Mariah Carey fan now for almost 30 years, which is scary to say. (laughs) And this was probably one of the best concerts that I've ever seen her do. She sounded amazing. She looked amazing. The set list was flawless. Um, she did some of her biggest hits. She threw in portions of remixes uh, for some of the songs. She had one of the dancers dress up in drag and did this really ridiculous mock fight with her arch nemesis, Bianca, <laughs> during Heartbreaker. Um, she did six out of ten songs from Caution. Her new album, which, oh. you know, it's tough sometimes because, you know, people want to hear Always Be My Baby and Vision of right. Love and Dream Lover and like all the big songs. But you have a new album to promote. And she did 20, roughly like 21 songs. I think you've just named more songs than any of those drag queens knew. <sighs> Sorry to derail you there. But <sighs> I mean, they hadn't even seen Sparkle. sparkles yeah um but it was it was it was fantastic i mean i was up in the nosebleeds because i'm a poor homosexual and i could not spend two hundred dollars on tickets to be up closer but it was absolutely worth it um i got a lovely tour t-shirt I got a lovely little pink tote bag that says GTFO on it. Um, the only thing that I was really sad about was they'd finally gotten the tour books on that stop and they sold out of the ones that they had before I got to the merch stand. So I did not get a tour book from oh. from this tour. And it made me really, really sad. Um, Can you order one? Not yet. I, all the tour merch is available on our website, but the tour book is not yet. I'm gotcha. s- I'm hoping that in the next couple of weeks, like as they get through this tour, they'll start putting it up onto the website because I will absolutely buy one of the tour books. If you're a listener and you went to a Mariah show and you have an extra tour book that you would like to sell me, just send me an email at pat at flameonshow.com. Just letting you know. <laughs> uh, but it was amazing. And she's gotten her life so fucking back on track. And for not knowing her and her life i'm i I have no impact and her life has no impact in my life i'm so like just proud of the fact that she's really kind of settled into like a nice groove and put out a fantastic album is doing a great tour sounds amazing and uh yeah if you have a chance to see mariah while she's on this tour do so because you will not regret it if you enjoy her maybe those six drag queens from season 11 of drag race can go see it and maybe they'll learn something about the bitch (laughs) (laughs) just saying 
Anyway, so that does it for me and the rest of the crew. BJ. The crew. We are the crew now, bitch. This is is the show. Can Can I be Misty Knight? Sure. Sweet. All right. Eric, do you want to be somebody? Uh, no. <laughs> He's Danny Rand. There Good. we go. Perfect. <laughs> You're the Iron Fist. And I'm Jessica Jones. Good night. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Uh, we'll be back in uh, one week from this episode uh, because we're going to get back on track because, you know, fuck you all. I'm going to make sure that this gets back onto a proper schedule and we will be dropping another episode um, uh, one week from this one. So uh, check us out. We have all the rest of our episodes are up on uh, all of your favorite podcasting platforms. So subscribe, click the bell to be notified when new episodes are released. Some podcasting platforms, you can do that. So um, yeah, check us out online, flameonshow.com. Check out patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and help support the nerdy show network and us here at Flame On. And we will see y'all next time. Peace. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.